Hi there, this is Michelle, the host of How I Survived It. Cheers, sip, sip. This is the subject, this is a little hint. It's going to be on a five-letter word that really, really, really did help me in this journey of caring for my mother with dementia. This journey of self self-recognition uh recognizing who i am so like i said it's a tipsy tales tuesday and today well actually i'm broadcasting here at home from my cozy cabin in um a very cozy atmosphere at 10 35 in the evening at night the time when tango is just getting started i guess i said the word the five letter word is tango dance was such a huge part of my journey so have your drink ready and i will get started on saying my tale on how i got into argentine tango my journey as a what they call a tanguera this music is the most passionate the most sensual the most intense dance music i've ever experienced and this is exactly what i needed at this time so i have my red wine a lot of uh, when you go it they're called milongas and those are dance parties when uh, tango people get together so I am sipping my red Cabernet it is a vintage of 2022 and it is a very 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 friendly drink so I'm gonna sip with you guys So no matter if you're sipping your hot tea with extra honey and a splash of lime or you're having red wine like myself. So sip sip. Thank you for joining me. So my friends, let me tell you how I discovered tango. It starts where I knew that I needed something in my life. I remember I was actually watching a movie. I was sitting on the rug in my bedroom, just looking at TV, thinking there's something that I need and I don't know what it is. Coming from a family of, you know, uh, a family with rhythm Uh, when I went to family parties there was always dancing you know from children to grandmothers to grandfathers Uh, my mother which is the star of the show which you have to watch my Sunday tribute to my mother and to all mothers on Sunday I am going to have a special podcast 
But again, um, with my mother, I did get her genes, and she was a, a a local star with her Latin Latin music dancing salsa, which they called her a salsera. So I never did live up to my mother's salsa music, but I did with um, maybe with you know tango was my jam. So. I will get back to the story. I I kind of uh, you know get a little carried away talking about my mom. She has bragging rights. I I she was the most wonderful mom. And um, so in this podcast, I just have to uh, send a, "I love you, mom" to heaven at this moment. Okay, uh, so back to it. I actually was on my rug, just thinking there's something. And I went to my computer and I was like, God, please, whatever I need, please lead me the way. You know, the computer is just an outlet on whatever we don't know we want and need, right? With with the search methods uh, at that time, they did not have Google. I just would search uh, on the internet. And I was just like, okay. Maybe it's dance. So I remember I put just dance classes. And tango was the first one that appeared at the top of the list. And I was like, Argentine tango. Hmm. That sounds very, very interesting. So I called a couple of the instructors. And there was one that was pretty nice and she was welcoming and I thought this has to be it so I did um, I told a friend hey you know let's go I do really want to have an opportunity to try something new there's something that I need in my life and I think this is it you know at first tango uh, music I would listen to it and it just seemed like um It's just too, it's intimidating. It may not be as fun and exciting as salsa. But I was like, okay, no, I have to go. I went with my intuition. And I was like, "Uh, yep, sign me up. So I went to the class and it was my calling. It was something that I am so incredibly thankful to have tried. It was the 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 it was mis like had a, a mystery uh, thing to it. It was so amazing. So I what I did was I signed up for the classes and what I realized is it wasn't just that I needed this kind of dance it was so much more so what this dance is it brings out the real you it brings out for you to be able to be this close to a person being a follower to give the leader the 
the way with you. You know, you follow him. You go with, if he was a really good dancer, he will be able to show you on how he was going to move you. Now with that, I have some funny stories. I actually, my instructor, she would say, um, you don't uh, like your, your, you know, your dance partner that you're in, in class? And I would say, yes, of course, why? She said, well, look at your body language. It's like you want, your, your, your half of your body is wanting to run away. And I was like, oh my goodness, that's so true. So I learned to surrender. Tango equals surrendering to just to let go. And with that, I did not know that God was preparing me for my journey with caring for my mother with dementia. This was pre the Tales of the Tipsy Caregiver. And with that, I surrendered. I It was just the most amazing experience I've ever had in dance. It was so much more. And as I spoke to all the other people in tango, I realized that everybody had a story like this. Everyone was either going through something that they needed a huge change in a leap of somewhere where they didn't even know where they were going or what they needed was tango on that i'm going to have a sip of my wine so what my thing is is dance paint Whatever it is you need to do, you need to get that whatever is your challenge. But I will say this, even if you don't consider yourself as a dancer, because to me, dancing, it should be for fun. You don't have to be a professional. I do recommend something to take your mind off things. Now, when later... When I was caring for my mother with dementia, when I would go to class, this t- the, the dancing took over my mind. No doubt. If you had anything on your mind while in a leader's arms maneuvering every move, you would crash and burn. You would just wreck the whole dance. So when I entered that dance studio, gave my $10, put on my tango dance ballroom shoes, I was in that room only. I was in my partner's arms only. What a relief. And then what helped with that is meeting all these interesting people from all over the world. Tango is a very international dance. So I, you know, would go to the class and then after we would have our social. 
we would have our social dance and it was a family. We would all chip in, bring our favorite bottle of wine to share, our favorite dessert, our favorite snack. And that was the first time I ever had a peach champagne, sparkling wine. And I just have those wonderful memories. And I'm still actually into that dance now, many years later. It's something that it becomes you. It just stays in your blood. And I totally recommend dance, D-A-N-C-E, for when you are caregiving for a loved one. This helped me. I actually was um, went at the point where I was caring for mom. My, I've never had high blood pressure. And I actually um, discovered that this actually occupying my stress and my mind did help it totally. You know, I still talk to some people, you know, in the dance world. It's exciting to get um, all dressed up. It's to, it's a totally different world. You know, it's a place where you go into a, a, a dance studio on a Friday night. You wear your pearls, your lace, your, you know, your uh, nylons with your heels and maybe a adorable feather headband. It's like it's... Great Gatsby, all every every single dance with tango. Talking about Great Gatsby, I uh, we used to have some wonderful, wonderful dress up, costume tango, Great Gatsby parties. The the most wonderful times of my life. During the time where I was caring for my mother, so. I will get into, uh, remember I started Tango. It was something that I didn't know I needed, that I that I did need. Especially for, you know, the future. Well, I would care for my mom. My mom would have her person that would care for her. And I was able to attend class. With Tango, that's why I thought I would start this podcast at 10.35. I thought that I was going to be sleepy, but you know, talking about Tango, it just, I'm awake and listening to the music and sipping my red wine with you all. It's just, it woke me up. So that's a wonderful thing. So I, back to my story, what I did was my the person that was caring for my mother had a cutoff time so i felt like cinderella the party was just getting started at midnight for tango now tango can go on to five in the morning there's the class and then there's it's just just getting started at 10 ish i would everybody was um getting ready to warm up I would dance a little while you know and and sit my uh, red Cabernet Sauvignon or I would have my peach sparkling have my little appetizer socialize and look at my time my clock on my phone 
and it when it was uh, maybe 11:50, yep, it was time to put on my warm boots, especially if it was in the winter. And I would take off my tango shoes and I would head home. People would be like, oh my goodness, like the party's just getting started. Ultimately, everybody really realized that it was because I was caring for my mother. I kind of kept it, you know, um, not a secret, but I wanted to not, you know, um, have people, uh, you know, feel bad for, you know, for my, our situation and, I wanted to just, that was my time to get away. So I was Cinderella. I was Cinderella for many years. Many years. I'm smiling right now because I remember so many amazing times with so many amazing people. Especially the Halloween uh, galas. They they were wonderful. I actually won. Uh, I was a, uh, a. I had actually this beautiful peacock feather costume, and I actually won the costume contest with uh, a whole month of dance lessons, which I loved. It was amazing. I ended up being in a dance group. We performed a couple of times. That was a super sweet thing. So I'm telling you all this because this was a huge part of my healing. Dancing, music. You know, I'm not, not that you have to go to tango, no. But put on music and dance in your house. You know, uh, do something that you're healing yourself. Because as far as caregiving, if you don't take care of yourself, who's going to care for your loved one? I would tell my mother, I would tell my mom, Mom, I do need this because I won't be able to take care of you if I don't take care of myself. Of course, you know, that is another, it's another story because at the time, You know, when they're going through dementia, they actually, they don't realize that it is, you're their person that is caring for them. They actually become the child and we become the adult. So I remember my mother, when she wanted to go out, I would give her a hard time when I was a young, a young little girl. I would be just the brattiest brat ever. I would just not want her to go out. And I knew that Friday would come around. And um, she was, you know, uh, she was a dancer. Beautiful lady. And she would get ready. Once I would see that she would lay out her clothes and put on her music and, and pour her white wine I remember my mom's Tyrolia. Tyrolia. They don't even make that anymore. But she would pour that and just start getting ready. And I remember that thinking, wow, the roles have reversed. Especially with dementia. They will become your child. 
They will want all your attention. They will not want you to have your life ultimately. When the dementia is leading, when they are not in that dementia hold, for instance, my mother, my mother, she would say, Mom, again, you know, if you didn't uh, read, I mean, listen to my other podcast, she would call me mom, mommy. It had nothing to do with the dementia. It was just her way of her love for me. So she would say, Mom, you're giving up all your life. You need to have a life. I feel so bad for your, you know, you gave up your life to care for me. And I would tell my mom, no, no. We would dance and, you know, I would put on music. I'm like, this is good enough for me. And she would say, but there's, you know, there's a lot of things waiting for you. And I told my mom this. I told my mother this. And with this, I will end this podcast. Is whatever is meant for me, mother, my mom, my mommy, will be for me will be for me in all ways of life. So I do feel that strongly till this day. And I am really, really, really happy that I have this podcast. This subject was dance. I have many dances that I want to share with you on my stories. This one, Tango, ultimately... It's helped me to surrender, to just let go and let my mind go. Blank. Blank. Just to follow the lead in my dance partner. That's That was so healing for me. Along with the great company and the great wine. You know, the great wine, the just the, the music is amazing. So, you know, I have a little homework for you all. Go, go and Google tango music. Argentine tango music. It's amazing. And I will recommend, um, you know, there's Otros Itis. They are very wonderful. They're an alternative tango it's an upbeat there's classic um just it's just um beautiful beautiful music and with that said i will be having another podcast on thursday tales of tipsy thursday have a wonderful evening and uh sip sip and ta ta for now.